Den behöver jag inte ha. Hello and good morning everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. And because the Halo show has just released, uh, I decided to throw some Halo Infinite single player campaign for you to enjoy. And on the back end of the show, we will of course see some, well, Elden Ring and why not? But look, normally we do introductions, but today we have a very special guest that is limited to 30 minutes and we have to get him in here. First of all, Rich from Hogue Law, welcome back to the program. I think this is your third or fourth time here, and uh, we're very happy to have you to break down some of the new information that has uh, dropped this week regarding the big Activision Blizzard deal that is expected to close uh, this year towards the end of the year. Rich, how are you, man? I'm doing great. And as always, yeah, I think it is my third or fourth time here. I appreciate the accommodation. I know it's a little tricky because I just got stuff popping all the time now. <laughs> uh, but I'm more than happy to be here. Obviously, biggest deal in gaming continues to just have news items pop up yeah. every week or so. <laughs> uh, and some interesting ones from the, the final proxy statement, which is what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. So listen, let, let, let's let's actually get right into that, Rich. Sure. Uh, okay. So uh, two two news articles popped up, uh, and they both came the way of GameIndustry.biz, who is a very well res respected publication. One of which that I get a lot of my news from, and their 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 news hounds are pretty good, and they they do explain things the way that we can digest and understand them. Uh, and one of the things that uh, was announced was that. Uh, the FTC, who is overseeing this big deal, uh, is uh, is asking for a second look. Now, what's mm -hmm. interesting, and, and you had the last time you were here, you you yourself, along with many other people in the community, expected a second look to be mm -hmm. requested because of the size. You know, near seventy billion dollar deal. It is the biggest deal in Microsoft history to date. Um, and uh, with, with that, Rich, uh, listen, let, let's just take a look at the timelines and, and, and kind of just get everyone up to speed. In November, uh, Microsoft um, was approached by um, Bobby Kay uh, looking to potentially uh, buy uh, Activision Blizzard. Uh, they were looking to potentially sell. There was a lot of uh, information that came out, especially against Bobby that uh, has been, uh, you know, that sent the stock prices tumbling. Um, and then obviously this year to open up uh, 2022 in glorious and magnanimous uh, fashion, uh, Phil Spencer announces that uh, they, uh, they intend to purchase uh, Activision Blizzard and make them part of Microsoft first party. That, that, that big announcement, I believe, was on January 28th. Now, three months later, uh, Rich, we are here. And uh, the, earlier this week, it was announced that the, 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 the body that's overseeing this is asking for a second look. And there are a lot of people wondering what exactly, Rich, does that mean? Is it good news? Is it bad news? Was it expected? Is it faster than we anticipated? What are your thoughts on this, Rich? 
Sure. Well, you know, like all things that are statutory in nature, uh, it is nobody's fault that they don't understand or know about this process because this was written about by some legislature <laughs> back in the day. And now we all follow those rules because that, that's how the law works. But uh, the way the Federal Trade Commission looks at these things or the Department of Justice, if they're reviewing a deal like this, is they get some information, right? You say you want to buy a company and it's going to be over a certain price hundred million dollars or so right now, uh, then you send in some paperwork to the FTC and the DOJ and they look at it uh, and about 90, 95% of the time, uh, they just let it go. They're not going to try to stop the deal. They're not going to try to do anything about it. And, and that's most deals because most deals aren't a potential problem for competition or monopolization, et cetera, et cetera. The 30 day window expires from when the FTC gets that notification originally, and then the deal can proceed. But as we've said from the beginning, when you're talking about a near $70 billion deal, the biggest deal in this industry in history, when you're talking about a big tech firm like Microsoft, when you're talking about an FTC and a Biden administration DOJ in general, that's just very uh, specific about wanting to enforce antitrust regulations, especially in the tech sector, more fulsomely then what can happen instead of letting that 30 day window go is that the organization here, the FTC in charge of looking at the deal can say, wait, we don't want to just let that timer run out and that you can go through with the deal. We are going to need some more information. That's what a mm -hmm. second request is, second look, second view. There's a number of ways to talk about it. But within a 30-day window from when they get that paperwork, they have to say, we'd like to know more. Uh, and the reason that Microsoft in their original press release says, we're going to try to get this done by the middle of next year is because they knew all these regulators, and it's not limited to the United States, are very likely to want some more information about this particular deal. In fact, since they announced it, if not before, they've been probably putting together data rooms and documents and be ready for what they anticipate are going to be the areas of concern, presenting memos and arguments and things like that. But unlike that first window, which is 30 days in length, so the FTC has to do something or not within that original window, this window is essentially perpetual. The FTC doesn't have to stop asking questions, doesn't have to end this process until it feels the parties have substantially complied with everything it asks for, uh, which means that this is likely to be a months long process, months and months and months and months. We're not going to hear much about it. It's going to be entirely uh, behind closed doors. But this is the crux of how you get that time frame. Hey, it's going to end in the middle of next year. So one thing we knew from the start was that Microsoft anticipated that this would be a more depthful regulatory process and lo, it has come to pass. Um, but that doesn't change anything that we've talked about here in this space or I've talked about in virtual legality because this was always going to happen. There, there was no instance in, in that I could imagine where the U.S. regulators just say, yeah, it looks good. We don't need to know anymore about this $70 billion acquisition. Um, so... I think I was in this space when I talked about believing it had an 80-20 chance of, of going through materially in the same way that it was announced. Uh, and I stick with that. None of this changes any of that. And you asked about time frame. Uh, no, it's not particularly quick. In fact, you can kind of do the math uh, and figure out when the notice had to go in from Microsoft and Activision because the FTC had to move on this uh, within that 30-day window. And in the proxy statement itself, uh, it says they got the second request March 3rd, uh, which means that regardless of when it was announced in January, it looks like they didn't get the paperwork in until the first week of February, give or take. 
Um, and, and then the FTC looked at it and decided to, to make a move on it. So we're all within guidelines, guardrails. Everything right. is proceeding normally. And as anybody looking at it from the outside would have anticipated, doesn't mean much of anything regarding positivity or negativity, um, because we don't know what, what the FTC is going to have concerns about, if any. Uh, but as it stands right now, procedure is following along with the, the act uh, and with what we would expect. Now, you know, Cold Stone Fable in the chat, he says something that I was unaware of, and maybe you could shine some, uh, shed some light on this. I hope so. He, he says this, uh, I look forward to everyone on the panel's views on the cover-up Microsoft did with the DOJ violating the First Amendment rights of the press that broke on Tuesday. I I, I, I don't know the story. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know the story either. <laughs> Coldstone. I, I apologize uh, that we can't answer that question because I didn't see this at all. And I, and I was looking for more information, but um, listen, so, so in your opinion, uh, Rich, uh, this, this is by the numbers, color by the numbers, uh, nothing to get excited, nothing to get excited uh, to, to, to be get concerned about in your opinion. Well, I mean, it's a big deal. It's going to be a process. This is why these companies have penalty provisions for uh, failures of a regulatory approval is because people are going to spend time, resources, money uh, on complying with these things. And if for some reason it doesn't go through, you know, Microsoft pays a pretty penny uh, because th they got Activision in all this mess uh, in terms of how we think about this deal. Uh, but no, this is this is what they expected. I, like I said, I think they've probably been working up stuff to answer what they anticipate to be the questions uh, for a long time now. Uh, will the FTC have other questions to ask? Uh, very well might. Uh, and understand that this process is a lot more like discovery or, or starting up a litigation. They're not limited to paperwork. They can ask for interviews. They can ask for uh, commentary from other members of the market about how they feel things will be affected. Uh, this is essentially a big old research project. Uh, that these various uh, regulatory bodies engage in, and they can go any number of ways. We just saw a big fight about a second request uh, process with respect to Amazon and MGM, yes. uh, where uh, the FTC had asked for information and essentially just never stopped asking and never said that the window was closed for, look to me, this is all a little bit opaque from the outside, look to me for mm -hmm. a, a year or more, uh, and finally, act, uh, finally, Amazon, all these companies are named A, uh, comes out and says, uh, you guys got it. We're going to sue you if you don't close this window. We've answered every question you've ever asked. Uh, and that's when you see the deal go through. Uh, so I, can things go poorly? Absolutely. But everything is proceeding as you would expect as of this moment in time. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, now. Here, here's a here, here's a, a, a some commentary that I that I've noticed within, uh, uh, not only on on my live shows with the chats, but in other live shows that I watch. Uh, we've seen Sony be, be very busy bee, right? Uh, so far in the last eighteen months, Rich, uh, they have acquired a total of seven studios. Uh, five last year. Now, again, some of them were small. But they were studios nonetheless. They were added to, um, you know, uh, SIE, PlayStation. And this mm -hmm. year, they, they announced, uh, obviously, the $3.6 billion deal for Bungie and Haven Studios, which is uh, run by Jade Raymond, uh, currently with 60 members there. Uh, they helped fund that studio to get her there. Uh, she was doing originally an exclusive game. Now it turns out that she is first party, which I think is a tremendous get Um 
for uh, for PlayStation because I really do uh, dig uh, Jade Raymond as a uh, as a creator and as a leader, and I think she's going to do wonderful things for PlayStation and the many many millions of fans that they have. When you see this, you know, uh, some of the, the the questions that I see, and there's there's a bit of frustration with the community. Hey, listen, PlayStation is running wild. And they're buying all these studios. Uh, why? Why is Microsoft kind of fisticuffed into this just one deal? And there's question of the deal potentially not going through. They're only going to be number three, and Sony is number one and continues to add. Could, can Microsoft use these Sony deals as a? Hey, listen, you know, you we're supposed to be competitive. You know, you guys worry about competitiveness, and our number one competitor. Uh, in PlayStation, who is number one in the world, continues to build. How could you deny us the Activision Blizzard deal? Is, is there any logic to that? Th- those 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 claims. I would say broadly, yes. I think like like a broad stop. stroke kind of a thing. Not broad, not fine fine fi- finite wise. Broadly, I would anticipate Microsoft telling the FTC essentially. Well, look, this is an era of consolidation. You can see it. If we're not moving forward, we're moving backwards. You have to allow us to do these things to stay competitive. More narrowly, the Sony acquisitions don't really match up in either size or scope with what even all seven of them. Yeah. Yeah. So the Bungie deal is the biggest, uh, but everything else that they have purchased, even though they're private companies, we can't necessarily see the numbers. Uh, for them are, are likely to be at best in kind of the hundreds of millions range. Um, Haven probably wasn't much of an additional expense at all. If they had a funding deal, they, they they wrap that into actually purchasing the company. They haven't released anything. We'll see what happens with that studio. Um, but essentially everything that Sony has bought in the last couple of years is very likely to be under what Microsoft spent on just ZeniMax. Um, and so when you add a $70 billion to that, uh, that's, that's when you start to have, you know, more significant questions, but I will say this because I don't know that people know it. Um, you know, I, I get a lot of comments in virtual legality that say, well, you know, they didn't, they're not even looking at Sony. I would strongly anticipate that the Bungie deal will get a second request review process Mm. um, that you're talking about significant amounts of money for, for a major property. Now, I don't think that they have as much to worry about as Microsoft does uh, because one developer as big as they are is different than a publisher with multiple developers under its arms. So uh, it's, it's a complicated question, but I do think Microsoft is going to be able to at least point and say, clearly, we're all engaged in a, a money cannon war here, right? So we need to be able to participate. Um, will the FTC listen to that? I cannot read their minds. Um, I don't think yeah. it's a particularly strong argument. And, and the one thing I do tell people is whenever you're thinking about this, you think about the regulator as the cop on the side of the road, right? <laughs> and the cop comes over to your car and you say, well, I, those guys are going much faster or they're causing more trouble. And why didn't you pull them over? That, that cop isn't going to care much. Um, so the, the FTC is a little bit like that. It says, you're the one in front of us. I can appreciate that. We're going to analyze the market, what you're telling me about Sony and other factors, Tencent, Embracer, whoever you want to talk about. We will take that under advisement, but you are the one we're looking at. This is the deal we're looking at, and we're going to evaluate it on its own merits. 
Okay. I mean, that, that, that does make a lot of sense. Uh, and, uh, of course, I, I definitely uh, appreciate the, the additional question because, like I said, I, I, I see it quite often in a lot of the chats and people are, are, are a bit frustrated. But I, I also understand that there are, is a unique difference from what Sony has done in the total of maybe just about or beneath what they paid for, uh, for Bethesda versus 60 uh, $8.7 billion, or let's just say $70 billion. Um, now, the question, there, there, are two other, there are two other questions before we get you out of here, because we're only 16 minutes into the show, Rich. Um, sure. First of all, with this second look, we, we have no idea how long that second look is going to be. It could be six months. It could be eight months. At, at some point. It'll be many months. We, we know yeah, that as a floor. Yeah, we, we know it's going to be at <laughs> minimum, uh, minimum six months. Where do you fall into when this deal is done? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I think generally speaking, you can kind of read corporate messaging for what they're thinking, right? So they uh, they give you a date that says middle of next year. They definitely don't want to go past that date. Uh, and in all likelihood, they presented a date that they felt was at least a little bit conservative, had a little bit of a cushion. Um, so if I'm just reading the tea leaves there as to what Microsoft thinks, uh, and based on some of what we've seen in terms of timeframes for, for looking at these deals, including Amazon, including some other things we've seen from the FTC, I think reasonably you could expect this deal to hopefully on the Microsoft side close sometime in quarter one next year. You know, you've got that cushion uh, going into the middle of the year. But I have to say, and, and Microsoft says this in their proxy statement, and it's completely accurate, is that nobody knows what these regulators are going to do. Uh, in the U.S., we're dealing with a new administration. Uh, that is seeking to make certain examples of the process, and that's totally fine. That's that's within an administration's rights. Um, but we don't know exactly how serious they are about that or how serious they'll take this particular issue in gaming. Similarly, U.S. isn't the only jurisdiction they have to deal with. They have to deal with, at minimum, the U.K., the EU, and China to get through these things, with the EU being the big item there because they are more aggressive in policing uh, mergers and acquisitions and tech companies in general. So they don't know. But I think we can guesstimate that they're anticipating that sometime early next year, they would be able to have clearance. So early next year is what you think is going to happen. But do you think it's at all possible that it could be sooner? I mean, is it possible it could be wrapped up by this year? It is possible. Um, it, it, it is possible because if you just got clearance from somebody said, Hey, this is just, this is just video games. We right. don't actually care about this right. that much. Mm. Um, that the FTC and the EU, which is the ones they're really worried about, um, just say, yeah, okay, this is fine. That said, thinking of the politics here, you're also going to want to make sure from the agency's perspective that someone can't come to you and say, you didn't even look at this thing. You're not doing your job and somehow get in trouble that way. So at the size we're talking about, because of the Microsoft name, to be frank, and its size as an entity, we talk about the gaming industry, but as an entity, Microsoft's one of the biggest in the world. Right. Um, chances are they're going to take a fine tooth comb to this. And at bare minimum, they're going to want to look like they're slowly considering every possible angle of the deal. Okay. I mean, that, uh, thanks for the save, Dave. By the way, I was muted. I muted myself and didn't realize I was muted. I was talking to myself, but okay. So, I mean, that, that does make, that does make a lot of sense, Rich. Uh, I'm, I would love the deal to close this year, maybe at the, you know, closer to Christmas, which would be great. Not impossible. Deal done. Um, 
And uh, now, as you know, you mentioned the EU, you mentioned China, you mentioned the UK. These, these are these are other entities that Microsoft are, of course, concerned with. Are, are there processes going on at the same time as what's going on in this country? Yes, uh, or, or they, they are going. They don't have to wait in line. Time. No. They, oh, okay. See that that was going to be my question because it seems like. If they had to wait, this would take potentially uh, into the first quarter of next year. No, if you think of the Zenimax deal, and, and you remember kind of the the, the sequence of events, uh, the EU signed off on their deal. I don't even know five days before they fully announced their closing and the purchase uh, of the Zenimax entity. Some short period of time, so mm. that gives you the indication that was the last one to go. Uh, but. That's a normal time frame for them. I think Zenimax was uh, about five months. I want to say it was the fall into the spring um, of when when the closing actually took place. That was all happening as they went through the, the FTC DOJ process. Uh, and believe me when I say Microsoft has a lot of lawyers, and so when they say they have seventeen <laughs> jurisdictions that they have to go and get compliance from, as they've mentioned in these very statements. Uh, they're they're on their way. Activision Blizzard has no shortage of lawyers themselves, by the way. These are two massive companies. Um, so there's a lot of bodies to put on these things, um, and, and they'll be divvied up uh, into compliance with these various jurisdictions. But the, the, the big ticket items are the U.S. and the EU, uh, and nice. the EU has historically been a bit slower uh, than the U.S., but uh, this one's probably a different ball of wax. Yeah, only because of the size and scope and scale of it. But there, there is one last question uh, sure. before we get you out of here, Rich. Uh, we still have nine minutes before we, uh, we, you know, we no, because obviously you're I always appreciate time, so. it. I, you, no, 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 no. We 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 appreciate <laughs> you being here. Trust me when I tell you. Um, now it was announced this week as well that and and, and the actual document statement of Activision to its uh, shareholders was made public. Uh, that they are expected to vote on this uh, on this deal on April 28th, with the outcome being announced publicly on May 4th. Uh, they are currently, if you if you read the paperwork, and I don't want to read verbatim because it is a lot to get into. Specifically, to, you know, to the, the the layman's term is that they are asking or requesting that people you know, take the deal because, uh, you know, one of the biggest things that they're concerned with is that if they don't, the stock price is going to tumble. Now, this deal is expected to go through. Uh, there are many, many people that are going to make a lot of money on this deal. The Microsoft did, uh, you know, pay more than what the stock was worth because it was tumbling. Um, was there uh, any surprise there that they're, they're, they're moving to a vote uh, on April 28th, Rich? Oh no, no, no! That's a condition to closing. So yeah. the board, the board doesn't own the company, right? And I, I think I've talked about that in this space a little bit. The shareholders own the company. Uh, shareholders have to approve the the merger agreement, or the deal doesn't happen. Um, so in general, you give about a thirty day notice uh, to get a meeting together, which is what we just saw. Yep. Uh, the proxy goes out. You're going to have a meeting, even though it's all going to be um, teleconferenced uh, because of. Uh, pandemic protocols. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the meeting, you collect the votes, uh, and then you count up the votes, you make sure everything's fine, and then you set a, a time to announce it. So all this is is following along, uh, much like the second review kind of concept. Um, but uh, I would anticipate that this isn't going to be a terribly close vote. Um, the board, as part of this process, basically has to recommend the deal that they signed off on. Um, they asked the shareholders to vote in favor of the deal that they signed off on. Uh, and then when the shareholders approve, 
that's it. The, the merger agreement is approved and provided they can get through all the third party stuff, then, then the deal will be done. Nice. Nice. Well, listen, uh, you answered all the questions. Uh, <laughs> I definitely appreciate it. Uh, before we let you go, uh, does anybody on the panel have any questions for Rich before we get him out of here? Um, oh, I, I, I love your videos as far as like the Gran Turismo stuff. I know it's not associated oh, yeah. with the Activision. <laughs> uh, stuff, this is but... this is our driving uh, 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 professional, if you will, of the of the panel, Rich. Oh, nice. With uh, with the, what you were saying as far as them having their user agreements and things like that, and not really being able to do much as far as uh, some of the exploits that are now coming about. It looks like I guess they're trying to encourage people not to do that. They, uh, I don't know if you, because I know you've been playing as well. Did you receive your your million dollar credits? Uh, for you know, I haven't turned it on since that announcement. I didn't play it yesterday, so uh, I, I suspect it's sitting there waiting for me. Uh, but I, I have not turned it on. Yeah, you know, the the whole Gran Turismo Seven thing is so unusual uh, because I think it's just a great base game that they built, and yeah. they're just struggling with 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 working in an online environment and a live services team. And, and you can totally understand as you watch this Gran Turismo 7 thing happen, exactly why they're buying Bungie, right? Why they're buying a team that has some experience uh, having a live services game go and, and, and has made their own mistakes in the, in the last eight years, but has worked through that. Um, so it, it makes so much even more sense to me than it did at the outset as you watch them kind of bungle this stuff. Um, oh, they're struggling, Rich. It's it's almost it's so out of character for SIE and PlayStation. Yeah, it uh, is. I, I'm shocked. This is why you know I go on social media and I say these things. And they, I, I you know I have all these people that call me a Sony hater, and it's like <laughs> I, you know I just I just reference when things go wrong. I don't think anybody could characterize Gran Turismo Seven right now as going right. So yeah, yeah. I, it's hey, I want them to be better. I want everybody to be better. I want great games from everyone. Um, and I love Gran Turismo 7. I, I think it's a return to form, basically, but mm -hmm. the stuff going on around it is uh, is not good. And so yeah. we, we talk about that in virtual legality. We do. I, I talk about it in an unusual way, which is let's read the license agreements and see what uh, <laughs> what references we can make to what's happening in the news stories. But yeah, I, I, I love games, man. I've been playing Ghostwire. I love Sony games uh, yeah. or, or Microsoft games. What do we characterize Ghostwire as? It's both, I guess. Yeah, yeah. A foot, a foot right. it's, a, it's a timed exclusive. That's uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's it, it is what it is. But listen, Rich. Uh, first of all, brother, I, I, I before we get you out of here, I want to thank you again for taking the time to break this down in uh, a language that uh, most people in the chat understand. Uh, I very much understood it, uh, and I definitely appreciate you being here. Please sell your brand. Tell everyone about virtual legality, where they can check that out. And, and quite frankly, you need to take a bit of a break because you have been really grinding this week and the last couple of weeks for that matter. Tell them about your incredible YouTube channel and where could people reach out to you on? So the sad media. part is I got like five things I could make a video on while I'm also trying to run a law firm here, right? <laughs> so you got the Bungie update, you got the Gran Turismo update. Uh, you got some more Activision Blizzard stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's funny. Yeah, if, if you enjoy thinking about end-user license agreements, user conditions, and <laughs> anything else related to business and law, you should come check me out. Uh, it's at YouTube. It's at YouTube.com slash Hoaglaw, uh, where we do virtual legality. So we just did, as mentioned, some Gran Turismo uh, videos. We did a couple of those based on whether they could actually kill your credits. They could do these various things, whether there was a problem with, you know, 
losing access to your game for 30 hours. Uh, and then we also talked about the exploits, scripts running with respect to remote play. Um, and on top of that, we've covered a lot of the Bungie copyright stuff uh, that's han being handled right now. And that I'll probably have another video up on today, depending. We're very, we're very much underwater here at the Hogue Law Firm. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what we get to uh, there. Otherwise, we just did really one of our first long form interviews um, on a controversial subject, which was the, uh, the retirement leaving of one of the lead developers of Hogwarts Legacy last year, uh, who after a year kind of uh, without talking about it, wanted to uh, talk with me about it. So that went up yesterday. Oh, that's nice, uh, dude. So if you're interested in that kind of story, uh, we, we touch on some sensitive stuff, some politics stuff, uh, but always in the sense of reasonable minds can differ, which is one of our tag phrases over there. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, come on, check it out. Uh, and of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Hoglaw, uh, where I say, you know, random things about how I feel about, you know, Halo premiere episodes uh, and whatnot. So that's it for me. Thank you so much for having me on. And as always, for accommodating my weird schedule. It's, it's no, nah, dude, listen, it, accommodation is is, is, is not, not a problem on this program. We appreciate you taking the time, Rich. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I uh, cannot wait to see what you do next, uh, specifically on your YouTube channel. Folks, go check out Hogue Law at his channel. All you got to do is uh, put in the search bar hogue law and he will drop right up but i also have all of his information in the show notes that if you want to just click on it and one two three sub and uh keep his youtube channel growing rich once again brother thank you again have an awesome weekend and we'll see you back maybe in a couple of weeks uh yeah you know i'm i'm always happy to get that invite so please don't hesitate to give it and i will tell you if i can't make it you know yeah, me. I, I appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks everybody have a good all righty take yeah, care rich later. have a good day Later. Hey, first of all, BitCloud and Dreadpool, gentlemen, welcome to the program. How the heck are you guys? Oh, good. Good. Excellent. Just got my internet back on. Oh, well, th well that, you know what? That, that usually helps uh, <laughs> have you be a part of the show. And uh, definitely uh, welcome. And, you know, real quick, before we get into, uh, we're going to segue into Gran Turismo. Uh, we got to welcome in BitCloud. He made a big announcement. Uh, and I got to give him a public shout out and a uh uh, I, I'd hug him in real life if I can get there. Uh, listen, congratulations, BitCloud. You uh, congratulations, dude. Officially a part of IGN, and uh, that's been made to, for everyone to know. That's a big deal, brother. How, how you feeling? Uh, we had a lot to celebrate. I just say that <laughs> a lot of celebrating last night. Yeah, it was fun, definitely fun. Um, I'm shocked, to be honest, how quick it happened, mm -hmm. and um, I guess just humbled and. You know, still at still shocked just really by what's happened in the, in the past almost about a year. You know, I guess you can say almost a full year, but it's 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 been crazy. Well, so, yeah, you know what? Hard work, folks. Hard work pays off. Uh, if you don't if you if you put your head down and you grind and you have a passion uh, that could be made into something special. And that's exactly what happened to BitCloud. Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now uh, from a content creator to a community that uh, uh, that's building new content creators uh, each and every day that we uh, turn on YouTube. Uh, follow the footsteps of the people you see that use logic and humor and hashtag fun to uh, promote their channels. Uh, do not go the way of using hate and uh, negativity because it's like a shooting star, folks. You get real bright for a hot minute, 
and then just and then dissipates. You, yeah, you <laughs> phase right out, uh, <laughs> and then you're left wondering why you lost all your audience. Uh, you are entitled to your opinion, uh, and obviously you don't have to listen to mine, but I, I from, from seeing the success of so many around me that has uh, followed the same footprint that I find myself doing each and every time I do a video, and that's having fun. Have You know, you can have a, a serious conversation. You can have a conversation filled with disappointment like we're about to have right now with Gran Turismo. Uh, but you also have a responsibility as a content creator to keep it fair, to keep it honest. And if you don't, usually you will fail. So just keep that, uh, that heed that advice uh, from me. And again, four years, 10,000 subs later, uh, and I'm closing in on 3 million views. Uh, no one does that by just waking up in the morning and throwing stuff together. You got to work. You got to earn it. And uh, we're seeing a, 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 a very special thing happen for one of our panel members, which I could not be more happy, BitCloud. But who would have thought? Again, it's such time. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, again, you know, you you work hard and you have a great channel, and you know, people recognize. So that's uh, that's that's a big deal, and you should be yeah. very proud of that. About that too. Um, officially free to make my content now. So that's I'll be, big. Yeah, I'm back to making content. So. Uh, after today's show, or after RGT, we'll be uh, we'll be back in the YouTube grind. So nice. Looking forward, nice. Well, looking I mean, listen, you, you you miss you definitely. Miss, I know that when I take a week off for holidays <laughs> and stuff, I I can't wait to get back to the grind. But listen, folks, let's let's segue right into what we were talking about. This is not the biggest story, but it's a story that needs a conversation nonetheless, simply because we just had Hogue Law on. And uh, before I get to that, I got to just shout out quite a quite a bit. Super chats have come in. Uh, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program. He drops a very generous five dollars. Super chat says, hi, guys, and hi, ho, glow. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't read it, but Rich is really like, I got to get him out in 30 minutes. So that's why I didn't read the super chat. So thank you for that. Silent Cypher, my brother. He uh, He's a member for six months of Here Comes the Boom. He says, ho, glow in the house. Thank you, boom. For continuing to bring awesome content and guests to the community, happy to start the week uh, the, the weekend with your show. Well, I appreciate that, brother. And you know, speaking of guests, uh, if you missed uh, this uh, Wednesday's very special uh, X vlog episode number five, uh, I had Jeff Grubb on for uh, over an hour, and my God, we packed a lot into that sixty-one minute interview uh, that is live on the channel right now. Uh, if you didn't get notified, I apologize. That is not my fault. YouTube has kind of uh, been effing up lately, and uh, it's not cool. And it's not just the small channels. It's a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it's like a purge thing they're doing. <laughs> it's there's something that they do. I mean, Maddie plays. I think everyone knows who Maddie plays is, right? Mm. I, he's, he's the voice of Divining Duke with my brother, uh, Lord Cognito. Uh, he put out a video, a review video, of um tina's uh you know adv tiny adventure tiny, tiny adventures, tina's yeah. adventure and after four hours he had one view this 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 is you know we're talking about maddie plays that that dude is a beast right he's a mm. one, one you know top top dude in in, in the industry and <laughs> if you put out a game review that's going to be a hot game and you get one view in four hours yeah, YouTube, you, you're just doing something wrong. Uh, and that's that's a reality. So if you didn't get the notifications, definitely go and check that out. It was an incredible 61 minutes with Jeff. Uh, and next week, I'm going to be sitting down on Thursday, which is the normal uh, day, because uh, Jeff, we had to accommodate his schedule. I'll be sitting down with Asa 
from uh, Game On Daily. Uh, the week after that is going to be his brother. Um, well, not really his brother, but his his partner in crime, Gaz. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, the week after that, I'm be sitting down with Ains from Seasons Gaming. So the next three weeks is going to be packed with uh, incredible interviews, and obviously the topics will be what the topics will be. Uh, but let me continue with the super chats. Raiden Blade, generous friend of the show, he drops a five pound super chat and says, "All my lunch break watching Hogue. Do you see this acquisition completion before Christmas?" And I we we did answer that. And I I, I asked that question. Specifically specifically because Ray Blade asked it. Uh, and if we were uh, to buy WB Discovery afterwards, would it be a monopoly? You know what? I I, I got I have a strong suspicion, Raiden, that uh, we're going to see the Microsoft board. Once this deal is done, they're going to sit back, right? We're going to have probably a sit down with some of the leaders of Activision Blizzard. <laughs> uh, we're going to see some uh, some you know, announced changes to the culture. I think that's going to be the focal point of uh, of the conversation because right now the culture there is, is just not very good. Uh, and Microsoft is has to change that. Um, uh, and, and then I would imagine, very similar to what Microsoft's board said to Phil after the Bethesda deal was done, Who's next? Who's next? Uh, yeah, so that's that's definitely a possibility. Uh, we have uh, a good friend of the show, Pissed. And thank you for, because I would have been like, it's P1553ED. <laughs> he writes, uh, good morning, Boom and Hoaglaw. I enjoy both of you guys' content. Name is pronounced as Pissed. Thank you for the clarification. And thank you for the compliment, brother. We're happy to have you here and definitely appreciate the generosity. Smitty Smith, my brother. He drops. Well, first of all, he's been a member for 24 months. Wow, Smitty. Thank you for that. He says, what's up, booming panel and chat? Salute the Book of X indeed, Smitty. Uh, BitCloud Gaming, who has been a member for six months, who's right here. Uh, actually, 10 months. Says, hit the like button, folks. Yeah, I, I never asked for that. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I got scolded uh, privately and publicly by Randall Thor, and he's right <laughs> to do that. Uh, the guy is closing in on 100,000 subs. I think he knows what he's doing. Um, we also have... Um, Oh, Smitty Smith drops in a, a very generous $5 super chat and says, BitCloud, don't be shocked. Being a part of IGN, you put in the work and earned your spot. Mad respect. Indeed, he has. Jacob Novick uh, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, why I think that Sony removed it from the PlayStation Store. Ragnarok was rumored to for September and Starfield two months after... Uh, Sony does not want God of War overshadowed. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to get into why I think it's delayed. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but you know, we, we that that's the, that's the one thing wonderful thing about this show. We have opinions, and everyone's entitled to theirs. Um, Raiden Blade drops an additional two pounds. Super Chat says, "BitCloud, stay blessed. You are proof of hard work. Indeed, he is." Now, BitCloud, I'll go right to you with this again. Not the biggest story of the day. Uh, wow, uh, a lot of trials and tribulations uh, for the team at Polyphony Digital, uh, SIE, and PlayStation. Uh, the, the, they, they made a game that a lot of people are enjoying, include Holglaw, who, who just left mom moments ago. Um, there are a lot of people that, uh, like on the panel, Fuzzy Belvedere has played it with a, a tremendous amount of frustration. Um, and now we have seen the confirmation that the user score, which has over 85 hundred reviews as opposed to i believe it was um about 80 i think it was 80 or 85 reviews for the you know for the actual uh you know the papers and the, and, and the critics in the world mm -hmm. uh at 1.5 1.5 1. 
one point five out of ten. It's the it's the lowest uh, S S S I E PlayStation game uh, user score in the history of the twenty seven years that they have been re- reviewing games. Uh, this is, I think, it's a, it's egg on the face for sure. Uh, once again, uh, Polyphony Digital is riddled in uh, controversy with their Gran Turismo series that at some at one point uh, bit uh, that it was the crown prince of racing games. It's no longer that. And even though I don't have it, I don't play it. I will not play it unless I can play it for free. Um, what, 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 where do you fall? Because there's a question a bit. And I, and I have to ask this question, and this is a legit question. Um, how much of that are the, 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 the fanboys of Xbox looking to dump on this the same way we've seen PlayStation and Nintendo fans do it against yeah. other companies? How much of that is a reality? But more so, how much of that is actual fans who bought the game that are just frustrated and disappointed with the with the constant stumbling of what they've done with this game yeah usually um i think we all would have like a definitive answer to that particular type of question right it'd be be legit there in this case it's kind of one of those uh rare cases where it's hard to really tell to be honest the way they handled this the marketing for this was uh off and the microtransactions are egregious i mean the fact that you have like events to buy cars um salad reptile is like yeah it's it's really insane um i can't really say much about gran turismo because i'm not really a racing sim guy like i didn't really buy it nor was i um ever really a racing car guy but you know from what i've heard and from what i've seen a lot of people have liked it for the most part but the way that it's structured i guess you can say is the problem and looking at the review score think about these review scores i always kind of look at those kind of side-eyed in a sense because it's it's real it's rare that you see a lot of these reviews properly reflect how people really feel about the game because a lot of them are usually tampered with with people just being trolls with sock accounts i mean you could just check their history you know if you got an account with like let's say 50 reviews on it right and they're all playstation or in particular xbox games and they all gave one stars right for every xbox game that they reviewed then it's like it makes it tough to really say yeah these, these guys represent all the hardcore um you know gamers in that sense I do believe, though, there is truth to a lot of it, though, because there has mm-hmm. been a lot of uh, backlash for the game. But, um, yeah, it's really hard to really say uh, where the game lies and those um, aspects. Yeah, but- yeah, it, it, it's, abso- it's absolutely true. I mean, again, I'm sure that there they, they, they could be as much as 15 or even 20 percent. And, and maybe if you want to take it higher or lower by 5 percent, you can. Yeah. But uh, you can suggest that there is. A number there yeah, that people are going to put a zero just mm-hmm. to be a d bag, right? That that happens on all all platforms. On uh, you know, regardless of whether you're, uh, you know, Xbox fan or a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Fan Remember, or Halo it, Infinite it, went it, through it, similar process. <laughs> yeah, it it, it, it happens. It yeah. it happens. But again, because it's marred with controversy, you wonder how many people like Fuzzy and Fuzzy. I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, you have been extremely vocal, and for good reason. You're vocal because you are a fan of the series. You're a mm-hmm. fan of racing. If there's anyone that has a, 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 a right to talk about this, it's you simply because of how much passion you have for the racing, racing genre. 
Um, are you surprised that the user score has been at 1.5? I'm, I'm not surprised, but kind of like what uh, BitCloud was hinting to, there there is going to be a certain amount of pylon uh, added to that. So it's it's like he said, it's hard to say how many of those are actual, um, you know, actual game players of that game um, that have rated it a zero. Now, I I will admit I rated a zero to send them a message only because it, it seemed like from the start they were going to bring it back to being the true form of what Gran Turismo has been. Um and, and they made it a bit grindier than, let's say, GT Sport, which was, you know, fine. It was acceptable. But after kind of nerfing a lot of the events that people were kind of running over and over again to accumulate credits, which is kind of part of the aspect of the game. I mean, sure, you can run a variety of different races, but if 15 of them are going to pay, you know, $20,000 more than a majority of the other races. And then you nerf those. And the only two that you really bump up were the like endurance races that were well below like the normal, you know, payout. It it just feels like between that and the microtransactions. It's a little dirty, to be honest with you. They they just, they've gone off the rails as far as what this should have been. This should have been basically the culmination of everything that we've been waiting for over the at least for the past generation, we were waiting for a numbered uh, Gran Turismo and sport kind of filled the niche, but not entirely for a majority of the base. But it, it, it just, I mean, one thing I will say, they did give a million dollar credit for the 30 plus hour delay or extended uh, uh, server outage. But it, it just seems like they're not going far enough in the sense of, the, the fact that things cost more in this game, the payouts are lower, they've increased the cost of the uh, cars astronomically in comparison. Yeah. It, it's I just mean, surprised they increased the price of their game, $70, because yeah. people will buy them. You yeah. know, yeah. That's, that's that's the thing. <laughs> people will buy them, and, and they know they can get away with it. But, you know, that's the, that's the weird part. Nobody wants to speak up on that. No, yeah, but- it, it's 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 definitely frustrating. And uh, again, this this is one of those games that they could have easily said, "Hey, you know, you buy it for sixty bucks if you own it on PlayStation Four, but if you if you have a PlayStation Five, you know, we, we're because we're celebrating the twenty fifth anniversary of Gran Turismo, uh, and we really want to give back to the fans, free upgrade, just same way uh, you know they did with Horizon." And Horizon was forced. Like, they definitely were, I mean, like, whoever it was that was pushing the button on the computer like this to make it available for free, they were grinding their teeth because they tried to go back on that, even though Jim Ryan had said that it was going to be free. And then he had to go back on back. It's just, it's, look, I'm going to say this. For first party game-wise for PlayStation in 2022, if you don't look at the news, just let's just look at the paper, right? Solid year so far, right? Sifu, excellent game. I didn't buy it. I'm, I'm hoping it comes to Xbox, but excellent game. A lot of people love it, right? Mm-hmm. Horizon. I'm surprised you didn't play that. I thought you'd be all in. 
Lipsy. Yeah, I, I I was all in, and then it's just it's just too much. You know, Elden Ring, too much Elden Crash. Yeah, yeah, just true. Yeah. <laughs> Elden Crash is just too much for me. I'm level 190 and 102 hours in, and I can't stop playing. I, and, and I'm finding new stuff every time I turn on the game. I just got to the land of the giants, which is all snow. Uh, oh, the mountains. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, and and at level uh, level 190, they're still kicking my teeth in in some aspects. You're level 190. So, oh, see, no. yeah, it's it's, it's bonkers how much i've gone into that game but you know on paper you got horizon you got gran turismo 7 you have seafood which is a big exclusive from them it's supposed to be a banner year it turns out that that's not in fact the case the only one that was uh that launched with with, that wasn't riddled in controversy was seafood seafood is just hard and that's (laughs) well that's life that games are hard that's not every game is going to be a a cakewalk but they're two games they're two big first party games riddled with controversy obviously gran turismo we're not we're going to continue this conversation with uh crispy now but horizon i'm a huge horizon stan i i love aloy i think she's an amazing character the story i've i played in eight hours is a great the 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 development of her is just so invigorating because they have graduated her from this uh, outcasts that did not have a place in the world to being the savior, to being in charge, and and, and her taking charge. It's 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 great the way that they did it, but as a fan, man, those bugs, wow! It just it ruined my and my expectations, my uh, excitement for the game, and I'll come back to it by the end of the year for sure. Um, but you know, crispy. Let let let's let's get to the one point five. Uh, that that th- there's a lot to be said about that. I mean, th- th- one point five out of ten for a Sony PlayStation first party game. I understand that there's going to be people that are just trolls. I get it. There's, like I said, I've said it before on all three platforms. We have them, but I don't necessarily think that is the case here. I think people are just really legitimately pissed. I mean. Would you not be? Um, especially, you know, the way Gran Turismo has always been, and you, you go this far with it, and you you literally, like, you, you buy the game, and you probably feel like they're just trying to steal from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those crazy things. And, and the user score, okay, so we say there's a bunch of trolls. I'd say it's at least always considered under a three at this point because, you know, that, that 1.5, you know, you know, that's a cushion that you could say, yeah, I mean, people are pissed. If it's below a five on the user score, that's where I have red flags because um, it takes a lot of, of scores. And I, I read a good majority of the ones I didn't think were in. And you get like every like five, you'd say, ah, that, that guy's just some fanboy. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of people pointing out exactly the problems that Fuzzy has that I've heard many other people have. And. The worst part is, is they don't really, at this point, want to acknowledge anything. I mean, it's more or less whoever's running PR at this point can't be the same person. Because I know Sony, they would get ahead of this much quicker. And at this point, it's almost, I feel like it's their experiment. That's what it is. And they're going to take the L on it. And and this is, you know, them trying mm-hmm. to figure out. It later down. Yeah, they're, they're trying to figure out how to work a games-as-a-service model. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when the Bungie deal is done, I think they're going to have their solution. But until then, you know, it's just it's sad that it's Gran Turismo they decide to do this with. And I almost feel like 
the way this game is looked at at this point, it, it could potentially maybe you get one more iteration. And, you know, if it doesn't do well because of this, I mean, to kill a franchise like this, this is BS. You know what I mean? Considering that they, they have really in the past couple of years, like if you look at, again, we have to compare. I say this all the time. This pisses people off, but bear with me. When you talk about Xbox, it's almost indicative that you're going to have to mention PlayStation and vice versa, right? Because they are constantly battling each other for different reasons. So if you if you were to look at what Polyphony Digital has done in the last decade versus what Playground Games and Turn 10 Studios have done, it is a stark difference. I mean, it's not even a question as to what one person, you know, what one studio did versus these two studios who work hand in hand on a lot of their games. And to say that there's not a a level of great disappointment for fans of this grant of Gran Turismo would be a little bit of an understatement. And as much as they used to be the Kings of racers, when in the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and even the PlayStation 3 days, again, it's a stark removal from where they were. And I, I think you're onto something here. I, do I think that the series is dead? No. But I'm going to say that I had lack the confidence in Polyphony Digital uh, to deliver a game of, of, a, of the same quality that we just had last year with Forza Horizon 5 and what we're potentially going to get with Forza Mo- I mean uh Forza Motorsport this year later uh in the fall. But can you please continue Crispy. You know, and that's that's the worst part of this. Like I say that like this is their 25 year anniversary. I mean, yep. whoever thought this was a good idea, I mean, needs to be fired. To be honest with you. I it, it's one of those things like you see like like Gran Turismo was king when I was a kid. And now to see where it's at now and how they treat their player base as far as these like crazy micro I mean, I have you're talking spending half of what you paid for the game to get a car if you really want it, or you got to grind forever. And then they're like, oh no, let, let's take that away too. Like you can't you can't grind these certain way. We're gonna lower those credits. You gotta you gotta grind more. And it's just like it's like, dude, this is not what Gran Turismo is supposed to be. Like the five dollars from GT Sport that was reasonable. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did they go so high? And and the worst part is, this is not something that they can't change. It's almost like they just refuse. And and to have, you know, PR people that are just like, oh, that's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. Well, this is one of your pillars of, of the entire brand, for the love of God. You know what I mean? And, and you're doing this with it? This is not a smart deal. I mean, if I were in charge at this point, I would definitely say, okay, let's let's cut it down to 20 right off rip. Okay, because you're still making money. It's still more. Cut it down to 20 right off rip. That million credits, that's just a slap in the face for being down for 30 hours. They should have just given everybody a car. Okay, one of the you know what's interesting in 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 regards to that, and I I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, The cars were already expensive, right? So we knew that they nerfed how much you could make per race. They nerfed how yeah you know you know very specific races that offered more money. But in the same breath of giving you a million dollars or a million credits, you're like, wow, I, I called for that. Now, that's not because of me. That's because I think they got enough pressure. They're like, we, we got to give some we got to give something away. 
in the same press release, in the same voice, in the same breath, Crispy, that they're saying we're going to give the, we're going to give our players because we're for the players a million credits because we effed up, right? Here you go, a million credits. They dropped two $18 million cars. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I didn't even I mean, know that. Oh, man. $18 million credits. Two of I them. Mean, two. I, with the camera. Two. There are, you go. <laughs> what? I just, this is like where I say, like, this has to be, they're going to, they're going to ride this until it dies. They're going to figure it out. But it's like, you're not even trying to figure it out. You're just like, let's just take all the money. Every, every last bit. And or you're just gonna sit there and play and play and play and play and and you know the worst part is oh you can't cheese those certain races well what do you think anybody's gonna do anyway once you have beaten the game that's what the whole point of the game is you get as many cars as you can that's that's really what it is so now you're making it so difficult and then you know that 18 million credit one like you know you're gonna be no life in this game to try to get some of these cars and get all of them so I don't know. I don't see people are going to have the time to know life. It And it's just, it's sad that they're, they're just treating this game like a, you know, like the cast out, like just, Hey, you're, you're going to deal with it. And it's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's sad, man. It's yeah. It, it, it's disappointing considering that you said it, the, the 25th anniversary is supposed to be more special. Uh, Web Dave, let's get your opinion on some of, of the ongoings. Uh, not so much for the game. We've already reviewed the game. We've already talked about the game. I'm interested to get your opinion on the fact that the score has dipped below its original uh, announcement from Metacritic at 2.5 to as low as now, as of this morning, 1.5. I I think it's earned, as sad to say. Yeah. It's um it um it's one of those things where they've they've tarnished the reputation of the brand of yeah. the game so much that um I, they're they're and like you said they're beating their head against the wall not you know not doing the things that we all would be like it's a no-brainer they should do this they should do this but they're not and um they're definitely the the whole thing about getting bungee that's probably the best reason you know for that is to hopefully <laughs> get their act together on these projects if they're wanting to do um, these type of games, you know, they need somebody that really knows what they're doing because clearly Sony doesn't know what they're doing when it comes to this. Um, they're upsetting the fan base. They could be making so much more money with a, with less expensive cars because everybody would want them and think, oh, they're affordable. And over the long run, they would have probably a lot more income than to put such a high paywall to where it's barely affordable for anybody to want to put that kind of time and effort into it. Now I know there's super fans like fuzzy that are like, you know, <laughs> I'm in for the grind, but, but even then he's, you know, he's got a life too. And I'm sure there's other things he'd rather be doing than just grinding constantly that one game. And it's gotta be frustrating for, for the super fans as well as the casual player, which they basically taken a casual player out of the, you know, just out of the mix altogether. I think it, it, it's, it's um, unfortunate, um, but it's something that they did to themselves. They re- they really have. That's my. That's where I'm thinking. Yeah. No. I mean, good stuff. Uh, Dreadpool. Let's uh, let's get your final opinion on this, brother. And we're going to move into the potential delay of God of War Ragnarok uh, that has uh, shaken the industry, so to speak, because this is supposed to be another big one 
for for uh, at the end of the year to move PlayStations, uh, and it may hey, not. Hey, Christy, didn't I call that in a random live stream? What uh, the delay? God, where yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, oh, you, yeah. You, you and I have been talking about that uh, publicly and privately for, for questions. And, and there's a there's a there's a multitude of real life issues that we're going to get into of why this could potentially happen. But there's also some speculation town issues that we're going to get into. But Dreadpool, for you, I mean, you've been you've been doing YouTube for a bit. Uh, you've been in many many podcasts. We're very fortunate to have you each and every week here. Uh, and we've talked about Metacritic. Now, I think Metacritic is flawed. I, I think that they are they need to adhere to one um, level of scoring. It, it can't be on this website. It's, you know, five stars, one out of five stars. And this one is one out of ten. And this one gives a letter grade. It, it, it really should be a universal grade uh, to, to post onto there that they have to adhere to the number, the number system one through 10, that, that, that's how it should be. But to hear that Gran Turismo on its 25th anniversary, no less is sitting at 8,500 plus, uh, uh, user scores. And those, that user score is 1.5. If you, if you're a PlayStation uh, person in charge, you gotta be concerned. Oh, definitely. Um, I don't think they are, though. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just... Well, I'm they've been trying... dragging their heels, so you I may mean, be onto something. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back over... How many credits did you guys get for the 30 hours? A million. Plus? A million yeah, credits. A million. A million. How much does a car cost? Two to three million on, on some of the higher-end ones, and then there's huh. some that are 18. But you didn't, get, you didn't get that money right away, right? Mm-hmm. Right. right. So the whole community stepped up and said something. And then what? Oh, well, we'll give you a mill. Okay. So Grand Slismo decides to give you a mill because they were down because the community as a whole stepped up together, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm yeah. just curious here. When is the next remake of Atari ET for seventy dollars with a microtransaction Ooh. that's going to give you a, the red glowing finger? Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, God, you he just went, killed me, bro. You just killed me. I love it. So, Ooh. no, but th- but th- this is what I'm saying. It's it's, it's That's why I called it Grand Slismo because it's like they don't care. I they love are, that. I never heard that before. You should coin name. that. Grand Slismo. I like that. It's I like too that. damn funny. They're, they're literally using the name and the reputation that this game had, right? It was legendary for all sim racers. There, there was nothing comparable until Forza came out. And Forza, when it first came out, couldn't compete. Then they started competing, and then they took over. And it, it's such a shame that they let it happen. It, we should have this back-and-forth competition between the two of them fighting over which is the better, not the fanboys. The games, right? The game should be fighting. And it, it doesn't look like they earned really much in the in the points you know like i said i don't like metacritic or even giving scores but overall in the grand scheme of things they didn't even earn anything you know they didn't put it in there they they may the developers put their hard sweat tears into it but with $70 for the game which was you know $10 more whoopee doo not a big deal it is for some people it isn't for others so that that's a different point. But when you use that, you know, you add that extra money in there and you still have to pay at least double, triple, and they only give you not even enough to buy a car or something to that effect. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of fanboys, 
but I could see why it's down that low. It's like, I don't know. They don't care about your value as a customer, you know, and that's not just Sony as a company, not just PlayStation as a company, not just Polyphony as the developers, because uh, I can understand if the pricing was overpriced, that's one thing. But if the game was good, you know, that's another thing. And, and the game is lacking certain things. Granted, I've got friends that love this game and not just fuzzy fuzzy's not the only friend that actually likes this game and plays it you know uh mike mullis from next level gaming with with um hdk they were playing together yeah you know they still had their their gripes but they enjoyed playing the game and this is before the you know everything shut down and everything got jacked up even worse than it already is you know so it, it just it it's just a lack of uh, i don't know respect for their customers you know, it, it's it, this. This is beyond deceptive. You know what I mean? So it, I it's agree. Just, it's 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 more than that. So for that score to be like that, I'm surprised it's even that high. And I'm not trying to like foster any flames here or any. Of that well, stuff. I, you know, the day's still young. So we by the That's, end of the, the end of the podcast, we could see it go dip below, and uh, who knows? It could get into uh, lower than one. And, and and like I said, you said it. A lot of people on this panel said it. They earned it. They absolutely earned it because. Yeah. Uh, instead of uh, fixing what uh, I am calling egregious microtransactions, mm -hmm. they seem to uh, have added uh, the, the just just based on their their interactions with the actual programming of it. They're it looks like they're funneling people to spend money, and that's you, you already spent the money. You spent the seventy bucks. Isn't that enough? Now, well, apparently it is not. But I do want to move on, folks to the uh, other Sony topic that we're going to be talking about. And that's Grant, uh, I'm say Grant Turismo. We just talked about that. <laughs> that is God of War, <laughs> Ragnarok. Uh, now, if you've listened to this show or you've listened to any of my shows, if you've heard BitCloud and I talk about this, we were under the, uh, the belief, and it was an opinion, that God of War, Ragnarok, was not going to release until potentially March or April of 2023. Now, we have new information that someone from the community put it out there. And, of course, many of the publications, like Game Rant and such, started picking up on it. Well, God, God of War Ragnarok has been removed from the PlayStation stores coming soon. Now, is that an absolute 1,000% indication that it's delayed? The answer is no, but it's certainly worthy of a conversation. And I want to bring this conversation right to BitCloud. BitCloud, you and I still believe this game is not coming uh, this year, but not immediately because the game is going to suck or it's going to be riddled with bugs or it's not going to be great like the first one. No, we do know that for real life, and we've got to get into the real life things of uh, the actor that plays uh, that is mo-capped for mm -hmm. uh, uh, Kratos, had three major life-changing surgeries uh, last year. Yep. He Good had dude. surgeries on awesome his back, dude. his shoulder, and his knee. And he actually came out, and I, my God, I could not believe. I just wanted to give this man a big hug. He put all of the blame of the game being delayed on his shoulders solely. Who does that? 
Not many people, but he did. And he said straight up that it is my fault because Sony was gracious enough to wait for me to continue my role as Kratos as I recovered. Now, from what we understand, his uh, uh, surgeries were successful. He is healthy and continuing to do his Kratos duties. But even with all of that said, we have to talk about what happened just this uh, last month. And uh, Big Cloud knows exactly where I'm going with this. Horizon uh, Forbidden West, uh, but besides its bugs, it's a gorgeous game. The story is fan-effing-tastic. Uh, I love what I enjoyed. I did not enjoy the bugs. With that said, unfortunately, we have seen a repeat of 2017 with Horizon uh, uh, Zero Dawn. Uh, that game, unfortunately, uh, got uh, pancaked by Zelda Breath of the Wild. Both incredible games uh, right. in their own right. Uh, and now we're seeing that this the same exact thing, <clears throat> pardon me, Big Cloud happened to Horizon Forbidden West, right? Sales uh, fell 80% the mm -hmm. following week when Elden Ring, which you see on your screen, released. And now we're hearing that God of War may suffer a delay, but I don't necessarily know if it's just because the game isn't done. In fact, I don't even think that at all. What I think is that Starfield is such a big game. I don't think SIE, PlayStation, or even the developer want to see a similar scenario happen to God of War. Now, I'm not saying that just because Starfield is the first new RPG uh, in a decade from uh, Todd Howard and the team at Bethesda, and that they that, that somehow uh, you know uh, Sony Santa Monica should be trembling in their boots. No one's suggesting that at all. They're an amazing studio, and God of War Ragnarok is going to be awesome. But BitCloud. I think that this could be, hey, listen, let's enjoy our, you know, get a, get, get our major first-party game out there for the masses to enjoy without having to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a new behemoth in uh, Starfield. Do you agree with that? Uh, you know, that's the thing. A lot of people have seen Starfield. I've been seeing that go around. Uh, we haven't seen anything for Starfield. So it's hard for me to say no, Starfield. That is, really... that, is, that is absolutely correct. Yeah. You are correct in saying it, so. It's hard for me to say Starfield is really that big of a threat when I haven't seen gameplay. That's the, the biggest thing that's going to determine that. When it comes to God of War, though, um, and we just saw this with Horizon. Horizon, we thought, was probably going to take everything, you know, until Elden Ring just came out and just was this big well-received behemoth most, i mean it was it was the best uh reviewed game in a long time so like a 97 and it's rightfully so it's an amazing game um god of war though just looking at the way they've been uh protecting god of war it makes sense they want to launch that with like little to no interruptions with correct at all i don't think they would ever want to launch god of war let's say up against a zelda i don't think they want to launch that up against a um another massive uh release and quite frankly i mean it just it makes sense at, at this point games are 70 dollars. i mean <laughs> why would you why would you put it up against something else when you know that game could potentially get you know cheaper and somebody get it a better better deal on so i would really i do believe yeah that they are delaying it for that particular reason and also if you look at the way the team has been they've been they've been crunching from what i've been hearing i had they have been on crunch so 
something tells me that they probably were going to release it this year. And they probably, they might still release it this year. We never know. You know, you might get something for September. You, you never truly know. But just about, just off of Sony's track record and the way things have been going, they're just too quiet with this game. You know what I mean? And it's too, they're being too stealthy with the game too, for, for us to believe that it's going to drop this year. And it just, again, it makes sense. I even called this on a live stream when I was talking about Elden Ring where uh, dudes all of a sudden want to say that From Software is overrated. I don't know where we got this uh, mindset from all of a sudden. Wow. Uh, but, I, I don't know. I, I Listen, yeah, I don't I know where to say that. Opinion, I don't, yeah. I, overrated is, would be a bit of a stretch in my opinion. And I'm not because it um yeah, yeah most because they beat Horizon. That, that's basically what people are upset about. It's a multiplayer. They beat Horizon. And dude's like, oh, that, it's the easiest Souls game. Uh, you and I both know who goes it's not easy. This game ain't nothing easy about this game. Especially you get to these later biomes that you play. Unless you're rocking magic, you're sitting in corners. That's a different story. Uh, <laughs> this game is it's a completely different story. So going back to again the situation, it just makes sense. You want this game to survive. You want this game to really make an impact. And Sony thought just you know off of the fact that they're number one right now when it comes to the market leader yep. uh, that. Horizon by itself was going to do it. Don't get me wrong. Horizon did fantastic. The first one, it sold over 10 million. Um, a lot of people had high hopes for part two. I did. I had high hopes for part two. But again, when you have a game that launches with bugs, when you have a game that just is at a price point that a lot of people are still iffy on, it affects a lot of stuff. It really, yeah. really does. And a lot of people look at, you know, games for what you're getting for, you know, what, you, what you're paying for, which, what exactly are you receiving? If you look at, let's say, Elden Ring's map, like you're showing off here, Elden Ring's map might seem, you know, straightforward, but those that played the game know there's so much more to it. Oh, like, dude. So here, here's the thing hidden. that's interesting, yeah, uh, and, and, and I don't want to turn this into Elden Ring conversation, but just, just to, uh, to highlight what you said, folks, I, I, I just crossed 102 hours in the game. I'm level 190, right? Uh, I found a place in 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 the in the beginning area that I I somehow missed, and I'm like, where where was this? Are you kidding me? I I missed yeah. this. Yeah, it's stuff hidden. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like it's like people go, oh, Horizon's got a bigger world. I'm sitting going, uh, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't that. really say that. There's so much hidden in this game. There's <laughs> like an entire underworld on top of this that's hidden within the game and and people don't even know about i mean i, I beat the game at like what 170 i beat the game and and i'm wow, like a level you, almost 190 uh right now in terms of my continuing playing but not platinum i platinum the game it was, it was fantastic mof, that's that's that, that's big <laughs> it was it it's was not surprising because you are a platinum king but <laughs> uh, that's too much fun I, I had too much fun like this is my game of the it's my game of the generation not right now I, I, for me it's 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 for me it's it's the it's the best game i played in the last decade it, it's that good but again yeah. like that's that's just where people just don't understand like not every game is going to I guess hit the expectation that you want it to be right. Not every game is going to appeal to everybody. Um, and that's what horizon falls into line with. With God of War Ragnarok, it just makes sense that they want to have zero to no that game deserves it. And yeah, it after, after what happened with 2018 and how yeah. incredible you gotta remember this is a this is it was a rebirth of Kratos. Yeah, like we've we experienced Kratos in a way that we have never done before in the prior three PlayStation games and yep. two PSP games, right? This was so I I, I agree. I, I think that the God of War Ragnarok uh, is a continuation. Oh, I yeah. think it's gonna be a big deal. I think it's gonna be just as um, uh incredible as the first one, but it does need 
its own space. And yeah, I mean, you, you just look at the month of Horizon where it dropped, right? How many games dropped in that month? We had Elden Ring, we had Dying Light, we had Horizon. What else we had? We had another game that dropped uh, also in, in that month. It was, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's four bangers, it was four games. Yeah, it was, yeah. So again, it, it makes sense just to have your own particular month for it because. This is something. This is like your. This is like your Ace franchise. This yeah. is it. This is the main one. You know that people still talk about for the PS4, and you know just off of the PS4 by itself uh, in terms of sequels. But th- this is like the main one that you need to protect, and yeah. it needs its own month. It just is that simple. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. Let's let's bring in uh, Crispy Bomb in the conversation. But Crispy, before I do, I got to catch up. There's been quite a few super chats. First of all, Raiden Blade drops an additional two pound super chat and says, "God of War was removed because it doesn't want what happened to for uh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West." Well, he actually says, "Doesn't want a Horizon Forbidden West repeat," and we absolutely agree. Splendiferous, good friend, generous friend of the program, he drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Yes, boom, a lot of DBX out there. Great topics, indeed." Lord Roughness, my brother, he drops a five pound super chat and says, "Hi, boom and panel. I think we're now seeing Sony under pressure from Microsoft. Gran Turismo." Um, Hasn't been the same since uh, the uh, the second Forza sh- uh, since the, the since the second Forza showed up. Yeah, it, it's it's it, they they really have given them uh, a run for their money. And pissed drops an additional two dollars of chance. Says hello to the rest of the panel. Well, 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 hello and welcome, brother. Thank you. Drawn TJ drops an additional five dollars super chat and says Sony is starting to decline in quality. That said, uh, that's sad. Demand better from Sony. And I think that we're starting to see that with the community. Chris R drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, part of me is holding out hope that God of War will release alongside a PlayStation 5 Slim. Probably unlikely, but the current model is so damn big. Yeah, it, it, it is I had to go out and buy a new piece of furniture, folks. And that's that's not even BS. But crispy. Where do you fall in this? Uh, listen, uh, Horizon on paper is a quality uh, sequel. Uh, graphically, it's gorgeous. The story is is very, very good, well-written. Again, the gameplay loop is what it was in the first one. I quite enjoyed that. Uh, I love the open world. I love the, the ability to do as many quests as you want and that you can go and find. Um do you see God of War potentially being pushed into 23 because uh, not and maybe maybe if you want to take it to a different level of um crispy is it is it because of how big potentially Starfield could be or is it just because well Starfield is one of them but the the, the fall is going to be packed Well I mean if you look at it the first red flag is that it wasn't coming soon now it's not um also, I think Sony completely underestimated Elden Ring. I think they didn't realize that this game was not just going to touch those normal from software fans, but it's going to start branching out. I think they just thought it was going to be another demon. You'd have your two to three million people that would play it. Yep. And and that would be it. And they were fine with that, you know. But I this think- is a phenomenon. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And. And if you look at it, I mean, in realism, you know, Forbidden West is RPG just like this game. Now, obviously, they're two totally different RPGs, but it's still a, a similar type game of, of exploring and, and fighting and, and you know, uh, leveling up and all of those things. So, you know, I think they just 
didn't realize that you know this was going to do this so now you go and look at an ip you have no clue about like even what bit said like you have no gameplay yet nothing um which Bethesda's kind of they're they're a little they got a little shady tactics and they've done it with like just about every like big um from the a team release they've done we'll they kinda, see it this june for sure they'll, they'll, yeah there'll be a big reveal yeah and and you know um I mean, from what I've heard, it's already in the polish stage. So they're just kind of, they're teasing the fans because, you know, that's Bethesda. Like they, you know, they like to get them all worked up, you know. Um, so, I mean, God of War, it, it, it isn't the same game, you know what I'm saying? But it's one of those things where you also, you got to look at and say, okay, somebody has a PlayStation 5 and Xbox, like boom, for example. Okay. Now you got Starfield launches right into Game Pass. All right. So. You don't even have to spend no money. You could you could wait for God of War to go at a lower price and get your hands dirty with Starfield. You know what I'm saying? So I think they're just a little worried of of the the way gaming is changing and and the way like you know they they completely I think they feel like they underestimated Elden Ring and now they're like uh we don't want to underestimate some of these games coming out uh in the fall. So you know, there is another example that, you know, you don't have a Call of Duty coming out until what, next year, I think? You know, oh, there, so. there is a there is a Call of Duty coming this year. It is Modern Warfare 2, the remake. Okay. Uh, but next year, there's no Call of Duty. Okay. Yeah, so maybe that as well. I mean, Modern Warfare 2, I, I, I hear, you know, most Call of Duty fans, that's, you know, their bread and butter. That's a big one, out. dude. That, that's yeah. going to sell gangbusters. So that, that you know, you could look at that as well and you'd be like, uh, you know, that's that's going to take a huge player base that, you know, might not pay full price for God of War. They might wait. So, you know, or, or you know, Sony's going to refuse to lower the price. But, I mean, most of their titles eventually go at least to 40 at some point to try to get more uh, traction behind them. So it, it's interesting. Um I don't know. I mean, I would think next year they like to do the the springtime type releases. So they they definitely like that that first quarter. Uh, that's been they've been notorious. Uh, as a matter of fact, all of the Horizons games and uh, the Last God of War twenty eighteen released in the that 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 quarter period or just right after the quarter period. So it it definitely makes a lot of sense. Uh, and, and and you you know look, I, I, a lot of people make a lot of sense. I see the chat. First of all, we got wow, we got almost four hundred people here. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out Double Barrel Gaming. We definitely appreciate you guys, uh, you know, tuning in to uh, help you know move the show forward. A lot of people are talking about well, they want to see gameplay from Starfield, and, and I, I 100% would agree with that statement. Uh, we've only seen you know a CG trailer. We've only seen some screenshots. Trust me when I tell you Todd Howard and that team are going to they're going to deliver. We're, we're going to get the full Monty, if you will, with this game uh, this June gameplay uh, released. You know, we know the release date, uh, you know, 11, uh, 11, 22. Uh, you know, they're, they're, Todd Howard loved those dates, man. He just loves those dates. But I, I still think there's something to be said. And, and, and both BitCloud and uh, Crispy touched on it. I don't think Sony wants to have uh, a repeat of what has happened already. Uh, you know, and again, you know, I, I said uh, that if if both games release in the same year for Sony and they're both quality games and they're both what we expect their AAA over the shoulder story driven adult theme games to be, this could have been 
a 2017 scenario that we saw happen with Nintendo. They opened up the release of the console with Zelda Breath of the Wild, and they bookended it with Mario Odyssey. And talk about hitting on both games. Those games are instant classics. Now, whether you like the breaking weapons or you like Mario Mario throwing his hat, I loved both of those games. I beat both of those games multiple times. Absolutely loved those games. So I originally thought Sony has a possible has a potential to do a bookend scenario here, right? You know, we we know that Forsaken's coming. We know that they have a few exclusive deals that are locked up. You know, obviously, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is one of those deals that's out. Um, and you know, there there are a few other seafoods, another one, some bigger ones, and some smaller ones. So they they really could have dominated 2022. That's not the case anymore. They're, they're, they're fluttering. They're absolutely fluttering. Uh, they almost seem like a boxer that has taken too many hits and is kind of on the ropes right now. Now, are they going to fall and go down? I don't know. But I don't think that God of War sees a release only because we just we just witnessed uh, that uh, an 80% drop-off from Horizon sales. There is a reason, folks. Those sales numbers have not been made public as of yet, Sony is very good of, of getting in your face and saying, hey, we sold 5 million copies in the first two weeks. We haven't heard anything. I wonder why that is. Um, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Do you see God of War taking the knee in 2022? <laughs> see, I was one of the oddballs that was thinking that it may have uh, come out last year. Um just because I thought it was going to be slightly smaller experience type of thing. Um, kind of like the way Miles Morales was in comparison to Spider-Man 2. But, uh, you know, given that they're they're going through and and making this a, a hopefully a, a more grand experience than what 2018's was, I, I think they're probably better off just taking a knee this year. Um, so far they've, they've had a decent amount of games come out this year and they're going to, uh, have a few more come out a little bit later that are exclusive for them. So I don't think they need to try to drop that at the same time against Starfield. Not that, I mean, they're two different genres, so I don't foresee them being too much of a conflict, but I, I, I think they don't, they don't need to, you know, fire every bullet out of their gun <laughs> as far as all the games that they have in their, their, you know, upcoming you know release schedule so i i think it's probably for the best to kind of push it back a bit and and you know take a, a an early lead or take a, a a bigger jump for the beginning of 2023 at that point or or something to that effect I, it makes sense makes perfect that sense be the best approach mm-hmm. yeah i i mean listen we Sony likes spotlights, and like I said, if if you just look at what they these two particular franchises have done in the past, uh, both uh, God of War and Horizon, which will now, uh, when God of War releases, have a total of four titles, two of each for each franchise. They they do like the springtime, so it it, it makes sense. And uh, again, I, I I just think that you know if if Horizon releases and really goes toe to toe with um with uh, the game you see in front of you. I don't know why it's escaping my mind. Elden Ring. um, If it goes toe-to-toe and they both have uh, excellent sales numbers, then I think that you can turn around and and, and maybe Sony's feeling a little bit more confident 
hey, listen, man, you know, this is uh, Elden Ring is, you know, is, is a new uh, IP, right? We didn't know how this game was going to be. No one did. Uh, it's from software new, but even then, they, 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 I'm sure that they were nervous on whether or not this was going to be a niche title, right? And Starfield, well, we don't know a lot about it, but what we do know is that this is a game that has been in development for a decade. We know that this is Todd Howard's, uh, in, uh, something he's been dreaming of doing. Uh, this is going to is going to um, uh, uh, succeed through the ideology that it's uh, the halo effect. Right. It, it was done last year. They probably could have released it, but they have spent the last year polishing the game. And in doing so, you're going to get a game that's probably going to look and play incredible. It might be the best Bethesda game ever released. We don't know. Right. So why do you want to go up against that? You probably don't after seeing what happened to um, Horizon Forbidden West. But uh, let's 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 get a uh, Dreadpool's opinion on this. Dreadpool, do you see a delay coming in the way of of, of God of War? Oh, you're muted. You gotta unmute. Gotta unmute before you start talking. Uh -oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, do you want to repeat the same thing that just happened? No. Do you want to bring out the game at its best possible light and, and um, you know, be able to have the numbers you want to brag about? You need to have less competition, right? And right now with these games, we have more and more games coming out at all times, you know. And, and yeah, granted, we all thought that this would come out sooner because it's basically based on the original God of War with, you know, obviously upgraded tweaks and this and that and. You know, that one there looked great. It was amazing looking. So I'm, I have no doubt that it's going to look great. I have no doubt that it's going to play great. <laughs> but when it comes to competition, that's that's where you're going to have to worry about. You know what I mean? So you don't want to have, um, let's say, the Titanfall debacle that they had. Yeah, back then, that's a good, you know? good, great point, too. So you don't want that. So now for our kratos that stepped up and said hey you know what i bear all the blame yeah chris judge i mean st dude, stand up dude 100 percent, dude that's what i'm saying it, it's he didn't have to do that and it's not all it's not all on him there's there's other things that could be hey, going there's on. also a pandemic <laughs> right so there's pandemic there's marketing the whole nine yards exactly so depending on what 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 all was going i don't think it's just all it all falls on him but you know what bravo kudos everything else that you can give this man give it to him because he stood up for for the whole company's lack of it wasn't just his fault you know did did his surgeries have a, a you know an effect on the game i'm sure it did but it wasn't the only reason yeah there's other things going on right we just we literally just named off a whole bunch so I'd say you know if if there's an issue, I'd rather have them delay it anyway. What's 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 one you know a few more months? You know, I actually thought that they would push it up for you know before. I thought that they would bring it up first, and then that way they would already be a talking point, and then you would have to pull somebody off of it to go to Starfield. Yeah, you know I mean, so that's that's why I was looking at it, but uh, with them putting it out there like that. It doesn't look good. I mean, but it, it it's not that it looks bad. It's just it's 
No. Well, raise more questions expecting. than you have answers for. That's for yeah, sure. you're, yeah. You're expecting better. That's what it is. Yeah. I, you know, and, and you expect it's got high expectations. You know, we've already seen what the first one could do. We know that it's based on the first one. This is the first one's engine. It's got more stuff. Uh, it's an expansion technically, but it's not, you know, it's a, it's a true sequel using the original stuff, the, the original assets. So they should be able to push it out faster. You know, and that's that I applaud them for doing that. Any company that can do that without redoing everything from the ground up, you know, it, it brings those games out faster to us because they already have the majority of the assets. They just got to clean them up, tweak them out, add more. The majority of the work's already been done. So you should be able to push it out faster. Now, what they had in store for it, it, it could be monumental, which is why it's taking so long. Yeah. So it, we'll have to wait and see. It, it's it's one of those, it's hard to really judge when you don't know. And then, like I said, you have an actor stepping up, carrying the weight of a company, you know, a major corporation to say that this is why this game went out. It is not coming in just yet. That's, that's a little odd, but we'll see. Um, I don't, I don't see too much of an issue. I'd rather have the game come out good than having issues with it or get buried by another game. You know, for all we know, Starfield could turn into another fallout. You know, it's not going to, but it, it could turn into one of those. So it's, 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 is that the gamble you want to take? Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And again, you know, we're all speculating. And again, it's, it's pure speculation at this point that the game is going to be a banger. Uh, could we be wrong? hundred percent. It could be terrible. Uh, is it likely? No, I don't think it is going to be, but uh, I don't just same way. I don't think uh, God of War is going to be terrible. I think God of War is going to be a banger and it's going to be what you expect from Sony. Oh, I think I know what happened. They had to get the rights for the glowing finger so that way they can have a little cameo from E.T. No, hopefully not. That would be devastating. Uh, but, um, sorry, I had to throw that in. There. No, not that's <laughs> Listen, it's, it's all jokes. It's all jokes. Uh, listen, let, let, let's move on to uh, A Plague's Tale 2, uh, folks. But before we do, let me catch up with some of the Zuba Chats. And uh, J.C. Cla- uh, Colin Moreau, almost spelled it, I almost said it wrong again. Welcome b- back, brother. He drops a $2 Zoom chat, and he says, the Halo show was surprisingly really good. Yeah, we're going to talk about that at the towards the end, because not a lot, some people didn't see it. I saw it this morning. Uh, I'm going to watch it again with Mrs. Boom. Uh, I thoroughly, absolutely enjoyed it. Uh, listen, he takes off his helmet, folks. It's done. It's a. It's not that big of a deal. I wish it would have been later. Uh, you know, Kay Santana, Santa and I were talking about that. Uh, I wish he would have been more pale, to and you know to uh, you know to, to to go to to close to the books. Like if you ever read any of the books, I've only read one that they described Master Chief as being this very very pale. Uh, they never said that he had hair on his face, or he didn't. I. You know, I didn't ever think about it. I thought he was just like a pale, like like the, you ever seen uh, the uh, the Prometheans from Alien? Though that's what I expected. Oh, like to be the like. first civilization people. Yeah, like the, the very the bald. pale, yeah, yeah, bold. Yeah. You know, not much to it because he's he's the first Spartan that they made. He's all mm. scarred up, right? Now nowadays the Spartans take the helmets off because they have you know, um, you know, worked through all of the trials. He's like Frankenstein, basically. Uh, you know, the first one. Um, listen. Watch, watch. If you have Paramount Plus, and if you have an Xbox, and you have a Game Pass, you can get, you can watch it for free. Uh, it, I thoroughly, 
thoroughly enjoyed it and i cannot wait to actually to see it again um but listen the other subject comes in from drawn tj actually drops two he drops one he says sony is panicking potentially um i you know listen sony is going to be sony their, their marketing is great they they've made some you know boob marketing things uh, which shocked me a little bit with them but um they are just they're, they're always going to be a factor in the conversation, at least in my opinion. Uh, and he drops an additional one. He said, Bethesda is like a hot date that gets you all hot and bothered and makes you go on more dates. Indeed. <laughs> I hope I uh, Bethesda is, is listen, they're, they're, they're really, that's such a big pickup, man. And they are who they are. Uh, Jacob Novick drops an outstanding $5 of chat and says, if the delay, uh, if they delay God of War to 2023 because Starfield is overshadowing it, just remember, Jez said that Contraband avowed Hellblade uh, is probably 23 and maybe even State of Decay. Yeah, it's 23 is going to be a big year for uh, for Xbox. There's no doubt about that. And that, that's that's something to be considered. But let's talk about A Plague's Tale 2. Uh, if you didn't play the original, I just want to first off start by saying shame on you. Uh, that game was incredible a sobo is man that's a talented as all h kind of a studio this is the same team that has uh brought you uh last year the award-winning uh flight simulator which is just a marvel to look at like again not, not my bag but it really does look pretty good and if you like those i just want to fly to los angeles and kind of Make sure I land this plane and not kill everybody. Good on you for that kind of pressure because I wouldn't want it. Um, but we had a leak, folks, um, that this game, uh, and the leak was taken down immediately, that uh, it could be releasing this June. But what's interesting, and we knew this already, is that it's coming into Xbox Game Pass day and date, which is awesome because this is going to be a sequel to a game that a lot of people passed on. And I'll say this. If you are a fan of a story-driven adult narrative that very that mimics what we see with a lot of the Sony games, this is one that you should go back and you should play. The rat uh, use once you, later on in the game is is bonkers. It, it's I mean it's there's 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 this combat. It's light combat. It's it's more story-driven about uh, the main character taking care of her brother after the parents are killed. Uh, and the brothers special uh, in a way which I will not spoil for you. Uh, but, of course, uh, we're here to talk about part two, which is A Plague's Tale, Requiem, uh, which is uh, the sequel to the award-winning, the BAFTA award-winning uh, title. Uh, and, again, potentially coming in June right around maybe the E3 that we're expecting. Well, I keep calling it E3. The it's not E3 anymore. Uh, I, Jeff Jeff Grubb, who I, I had on this week, he says, I'm always going to call it E3. I'm always going to call it E3 as well. Let's, uh, Big Cloud, let's get your opinion on this. So first of all, this is going to be a big game. Obviously, the graphics are, are going to be upped. Uh, we've seen some gameplay. We've seen some videos of it. It looks phenomenal. Uh, the, the CG trailers, well, that's CG trailers, but it still look, gets me excited. Game Pass day and date. What do you, well, what, what, do you believe this leak for June? Um, it's possible. I mean, again, a lot of stuff. <laughs> you never, never say never. Uh, I'd say that it's it's definitely possible. Um, in terms of the uh, game, um, yeah, I expect a lot of good things from it. Um, I'm wondering if they're gonna do more with the rats in those uh, crazy scenarios where like you have to avoid them. 
Like, are yeah. they going to step that up? Is it going to be more of the story where that rat physics yeah. was just not was just bonkers? Yeah, yeah. like kind of reminds me of Uncharted. Uh, I think it was Uncharted three. Remember with the spiders? Oh yeah, my brother didn't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of kind of like a section like that. Where you're running away, and that'd be part of, like the story, like a big big part in the story of some kind. That'd be cool. But uh, yeah, that's why I really got in the game. <clears throat> I mean, listen, again, I, I'm excited for it. I think a lot of people are. A lot of people slept on that game. If you did, like I said, if you did, if you, if you missed out on it because, you know, it just didn't come across your, 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 your you know, your socials of, of a game that you should play, you should definitely check it out. It's with the enhancements of the Series X, it looks gorgeous. I mean, it's just a marvel to look at. Uh, Crispy, let's get your opinion on this. Game Pass reigns supreme once again. Um, and uh, besides uh, their first party games, which were, which are guaranteed, this is a big one to get into Xbox Game Pass. And the launch in June is, I think, the perfect time. Like that's right at the start of the summer months, right at the start of, of, of you know, Sony's going to have a show and Microsoft's going to have a show and there's going to be some sort of a, a Nintendo show and along with all the other publishers. This is this would be a good one. But in Game Pass day and date, that says a lot. What, what are your thoughts about this leak for a June release? I mean, they need something around that time for what I see. So, yeah, you know, it, it would be a nice little uh, uh, surprise if they kind of, you know, said, hey, in two weeks it's coming out. You know, they probably wanted to make it uh, more of a surprise and maybe somebody just ruined it. But, um, you know, for me, it's it's really about uh, my girlfriend is is wants to play this game so bad. So mm. it's one of those things like I started playing the first one and then she ended up just finishing it and i ended up watching her play it so i'm like you know i'll just let her have that and i can watch her and can have a little little time together in a way but she she just she was completely enamored with the first one so this is one of her most anticipated games so i i hope it comes out in june it'll be a it'll be a nice surprise yeah it it absolutely would uh real quick the hell boy in the chat listen i love that you come and hang out with us that you're welcome here but come on dude you, you got to be trolling. Like, he says PlayStation had the better show last year. No, they didn't. Uh, Microsoft had the best show in company history. I, I, I was E3? Was he yeah, E3. Yeah, it was, it, oh, was yeah, a ten, yeah, yeah. it was 10 out of 10. There's, there's no doubt. Sony had a, a good show. No one's, you know, no one's dumping on Sony here, but come on, man. You, you got to be trolling with that. That's crazy. Uh, Microsoft clearly had the best show. And I, like I said, someone that has only been covering... Uh, gaming for four years on my YouTube channel. I, I can I can rest assured it was probably their best show ever. I would dare say ever, which is just, that's that that's saying something. But thanks for being here, brother. Definitely appreciate it. And uh, you know, listen, uh, stuff Sean. What's up, brother? How you doing? Uh, Fuzzy, this is a game that a lot of people passed on. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and you know something? Here's here's a, a little secret. Um, Zemi Games used to be on. Um, and this is how I didn't know about this game. He used to be on Breakfast of Boom. He used to be on the Xbox Factor podcast. Now he's a, a producer of his own game, which is awesome. Um, he had gotten some codes, and that was one of them. And he he gave me. He says, "Hey, listen, I don't. I, I want to give some codes away to some you know people that support the channel." I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome. You should do that." But he gave me a choice. He says, "Do you want to take this Plague's Tale game, or do you want to take uh, what? My God, what was it?" The one where you shoot with the with the headshots that they show, like the X-ray vision, the head exploding in, in World War II. Oh, sniper, yeah, sniper, sniper yeah, sniper elite three. So of course I'm a sniper, I'm a sniper elite fan. I picked that one, and I go back to that, and I'm like, man, that was a 
you're a boob. Like, how, how do you pass on this game? So the sequel is expected to be bigger, uh, better. Graphically, it, it, it's expected to be better in every way. Game Pass day and day. Do you think June is the perfect time for this game? It is. It, I, I would say it's a definitely a good time, especially considering we're still with the question marks on if uh, Age of Empires might come to console. Yeah, that's another that would one. be yeah. around mm-hmm. that time as well, I think. But um, I, I think kind of the, you know, E3 replacement show surprise that they were going to shadow drop uh, kind of got spoiled because I, I think that would have been like the perfect one to announce. It's like, oh, and it's available today, you know, download now on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, but considering how well received the first one was and it's currently in Game Pass. So if you haven't tried it, definitely check it out. Um, yeah, it, it I would say June is an awesome time because there's still the question mark if if and when Redfall will fall, um, when Grounded's 1.0 release is going to, you know, uh, take place. And there's a few other games that hopefully we get to see and get some sort of ETA on like Motorsport 8 or, or next the next Forza Motorsport. But uh, yeah, June would be, you know, at perfect time. I mean, right now you got Tunic and Shredders in uh game pass so that that kind of like holds over in the meantime and i'm pretty sure we're getting death loop by like september but um yeah plague's tale 2 day and date yeah uh, june june is perfect timing it, it it's for me it's you know because summer we get a lull right we always get that lull yeah. before uh you know before the fall and I just think that that's a game that will do so well because it's a multiplat. It's in Game Pass, sure, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's releasing on consoles, really, uh, um, PC and PlayStation as well. So of course, I want to see a Sobo do well. I, I'd love all communities to enjoy this game. But that for me, that if it turns out to be true, and it is June, that is going to be a nice niche for them. Uh, for sure. Web Dave, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Did you play the original and are you looking forward to A Plague's Tale 2 Requiem? And uh, where, where, do you, where do you feel on June being the perfect time for this game? I did play the first one. I, I loved it. Um, completed it and uh, really enjoyed the story. The emotional uh, yes. story that's told to great success in this game between the brother and sister is just, it's fantastic. It really is. It really good. It brings you in, and the gameplay is good and solid, and the graphics were, mm, and and then the new one, from what they've shown so far, I think it's really going to be stepped up. Yeah. So even more, Plus it's, it's going to be even I mean, better. It, it, right. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Exactly. And they, uh, um, you know, the the talk about it being, I, I think it's probably, uh, you know, like Fuzzy said, it, it could be like if they do have this summer showing with Xbox, it could be a you know a good presentation and then oh by the way here's a good surprise drop for you you know in game pass i think that's something that they could do um i i think it's uh i think it's something that's um you know really going to be um I, i'm going to play it for sure I, i'm looking forward to it really am nice nice uh way way waymon johnson uh i, I can't confirm this because i'm obviously doing the lo- live show he says that far cry 6 is available in game pass via uh with gold until 327 is that is that an actual you get the game or is that a free you know like one of those free free weekend it's, play things it's the I think free, it's free weekend. weekend it, it is it's, the free weekend yeah, thing yeah okay i was gonna say man that's uh, I, I, I well, you know, that's something time. else that we you know we've all forgotten is that this year hopefully by the end of the year uh 
Uh, Ubisoft Plus coming to Xbox uh, in, a, in a separate subscription. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all in for that because that includes all DLC. Uh, Gotta try at least. Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. But uh, Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on this, brother, and then we'll we'll kind of talk a little bit Halo before we get everyone out of here and see what people and what the chat is thinking because it's you know very controversial subject with the Halo show that uh, released yesterday. For you, um, are, are are you into rats? And if you are, are you going to play Requiem? <laughs> that was so awkward. Are you into rats? Are you into rats? No, I am. I am. Well, yes, I, am. Um, I love them biting all over my body. It's it's tantalizing. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I'm into multiple kinds. You know, the kinds with two T. That was a great band back in the day. Oh man, rats! And freaking tastic, uh, yeah. dude. And then these uh, kids know, these days, they don't know nothing about rap. No, they don't. <laughs> they, they think Post Malone gave Ozzy Osbourne his opportunity to. Could be you awesome. imagine? You can imagine that, that. I've actually heard people say that. I like no, Post Malone. Yeah, I actually really do. But that he's great. That duet that he did with uh, Ozzy was dope. I'm not going to front. It's great that he gave that old man a chance. <laughs> but. <laughs> Speaking of rats, and you know, we also know I do the Halloween stuff, so uh, that stuff doesn't bother me. Uh, but yeah, this this game, the first one, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal. I got to get back into playing it. I, I just I've been starting it up, and then like ha- haven't been able to sit down to actually play it. I've um, watched Nuf Nukem play it, and I'm like, I got to get back in there and play this again. But um, this one here looks even better from what I've seen so far. It just, it, and obviously it's going to be better. Um, whether or not they did the same thing, like I was talking about with God of War, taking the, the original engine, cleaning it up, make it better, add more assets. Um, I'm hoping so, and because it, it doesn't seem like it was that far along ago that the first one came out. Now, does it need Game Pass? I don't think so. I think that game will hold up on its own and eventually will come to Game Pass. You know, certain games can can do that. Certain games, unlike, but I think it's really going to have some legs that it's day yeah. and date. Uh, honestly, I think that's going to be really good for the franchise. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think it. Like I said, I don't think you would need it, but yeah, it's 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 going to be day and date. It, it's like it's always it's, it's always good. It's just it just like I said, it depends on the games. And this game here, I don't think they need it, but you know, it is what it is, and I'm going to play it. But I got to get back to playing the first one so I can, you know, enjoy this one. I mean, I, I like the puzzles. It was cool to, to try to figure out and, and get, you know, upset with, man, I just started this. I'm getting my ass handed to me. Like, how did I screw this one up? It's like so obvious that you screwed up. It, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it wasn't like it was hard. It was just like, oh, I'm an idiot. I wasn't paying attention. So. I just I, I like the lore. I like the the story that they went with it, and I'm definitely curious to see how this one goes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I want to see the advancement of how powerful the little brother is going to become because yeah, he had some beast powers. Uh, and uh, again, no, no no spoilers here. It, please play the game if you missed out on the first one and you're not skittish about rats because the rat physics is creepy. Like honestly, yeah. the way that they they crawl over each other and the way they chase you and the way that they crawl over people that they're eating it's 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 quite a sight. Let me let me just say that little known facts. Little that? known fact they they will travel in a row like a snake. Yeah, 
to to uh, you know this is for real. The real rats will do this to mm. travel in a path like a snake and serpentine to make any other predator to think that it's a snake to stay away from them. Oh wow! I, well, see, so you, you learned something here, man. This is National National Geographic on Breakfast of Boom. I didn't even know that. That's 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 crazy. I didn't even know that. Uh, real quick, uh, Zatanna uh, Bathory drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says, "Could Nether Realm be working on Killer Instinct?" Man, I I freaking hope so because Ed Boon is a teaser, and that guy's been talking about uh, Killer Instinct for years. Uh, it's my thought and theory that they are, um, but you know, we also heard Bandai Namco, who is no longer working on any new content or uh, games for Smash Brothers. If you didn't know that, but a lot of people didn't know that, that uh, they actually work on that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they announced that they're no longer doing that because I believe the producer is retiring and uh, they got to figure it out. Nintendo's got to figure out who's going to come in and, and and work on the next Smash Brothers. Um, it would be pretty dope if it was Ed Boon and his team. I and mean, he did say something recently that I suspect that it, it was, he, he basically said that what they're working on is not uh, uh, Mortal Kombat 12 or um, Injustice 3. Uh, it is very different from what they normally do. And if I say anything more, I'm going to be in big trouble. That clearly, for me, is being a fanboy of Killer Instinct. Uh, he, he also posted that he wanted, he would love to work on Killer Instinct. And, and, and Phil, you know what, Phil, this is, a, this is, and this is going back a while. Phil reiterated that on a tweet right afterwards and said, I love that idea. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe, and that was 2015. So maybe this is all these years in the making. And, you know, maybe Microsoft, I, I still, I still think NetherRealm is coming first party. That's my opinion on it. I think they're going to, piecemeal some stuff away from discovery that's one of the th- that that team along with um um tt games uh is uh, two studios that they were looking to sell separately uh and that's that i, I saw a, a document that actually said that um so who's who knows but let's uh let's let's talk about you know we got eight minutes before we get everyone on out of here the halo show now i know that fuzzy hasn't seen it yet web dave hasn't seen it yet i saw it this morning I'm going to watch it again. Well, let, let, let's check the chat and, and and who on the panel has seen it. I, there's been a lot of, you know, like hubbub about this game, about this game, about the, the show being terrible. Folks, yeah, I mean, like a 50 50 response. Yeah, I, 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 I look, I'm going to be honest with you. See, I, I'm, I'm not a, a Halo stan where if they change the lore somehow or another, I'm, I'm crushed. I'm devastated. I, I can't go on. I mean, you know, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. I, I really, really enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to admit that I'm a big old nerd. Uh, yeah. I got goosebumps when he dropped from the Pelican. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. that's dope. I'm looking um, forward to it. Has anyone else seen it but me? Nah. I haven't even watched it. I was going to watch it right (laughs) after the show. Same here. You know, I'm with you on the whole lore thing. Um, Usually, changing stuff for the lore doesn't bother me as much, but it depends on how big it is. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, look, I, I mean, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. You know what? I'm not even going to say anything. I don't I don't want to spoil anything. There, there is a there is a there is a big piece of lore that they did change. Yeah, uh, I don't have a problem with it personally. Um, You know, some people I've seen some people do have a problem with it. And I, I hear you. 
that in fact I think, is the case. Yeah. I think Joe was um, very vocal. He about does he yeah. does remove his helmet, folks. Uh no spoilers. Uh he takes oh, off wow. his helmet. People are really pissed off about that. I I I understand I think, uh, the scene. I, I I understand why he did it. So I have no problems with it. Uh, again, I think that the 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 issue that might that someone could logistically have is that it was too early in the show for him to do that, and that he doesn't look like how I would have pictured a Spartan that's always. Uh, in so they wanted kind of like a season finale esque uh, reveal with him taking the helmet off. Maybe, of like yeah. Open. You know what? That yeah. would have been something uh, yeah. very similar to what happened with the Mandalorian. I mean, yeah. obviously, we know he did remove his helmet for one of the episodes where they were infiltrating uh, the uh, the Imperial base, where he had to get mm-hmm. into you know another outfit, and, and uh, you know, like uh, one of the uh, Imperial uh, outfits. Uh, obviously, you know, at the end of uh, season two, you know, with Baby Yoda, he showed his face, you know, you know, and it was a powerful moment. This this wasn't as powerful as I would have liked it to be because it is him taking off his helmet. But at the same time, you know, he has mo- removed his helmet. We've just never seen it because we're playing a first person shooter again, folks. We'll come back around to this next week on the Xbox Factor podcast when we have Pong and everybody back and we'll get everyone's opinion. Everyone's have seen it. We don't want to have too many spoilers, but let's get to the outros, folks. Uh, first of all, I want to thank we had almost 400 people here. Uh, I got to thank Hoglaw again for coming in and doing what he does best, giving us a full on breakdown of, you know, uh, of the legal business of gaming and, 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 and keeping it uh you know, understandable uh, and digestible, which he does on his videos. Uh, definitely go over to a virtual legality on YouTube uh, and sub his channel. His he's he's been really putting in the hours, man. He's been doing a lot of content, and if you want to hear some of the really interworkings with what's going on with Gran Turismo Seven and how Sony can in fact make some changes, uh, you, you might want to check that out. And what is this? Oh my god, I don't know why they keep trying this. Uh best yeah. cams, you're an asshole. Don't don't come around. Uh thank you. Uh, <laughs> switch it but, to uh, um switch it to subscriber only for your chat. That's yeah, all. you know what? We I I'm going to actually do that so we yeah. can get uh, those those POSs out of here. But anyway, let's start off with BitCloud. BitCloud, once again, brother, congratulations on the announcement that you are officially working with IG. And I could not be more proud of you. Again, folks, here's a picture of what it means to work hard, put your, put the hours in and uh, you know, things happen. Uh, me, I, I, me, even if I can call tomorrow, I'm an old man. I'm uh, even if Microsoft called tomorrow, I'm not changing anything because I'm retired and I'm not trying to start another career. My career is here with you, but you're a young man, uh, a bit cloud and you have a tremendous future ahead of you. Congratulations again. Tell everyone where you, they can check out your YouTube channel, which is coming back in a big way. And where could people reach out to you on? social media yeah man it was uh good to be back uh been afk uh you guys know why as you know as the announcement but um yeah i'm cleared to go i'm happy to uh be back making content finally i can say that with uh no restrictions finally <laughs> uh, you guys can find me at bitcloud gaming that's youtube twitch twitter um all opinions of course are my own you know hit me a dm if you got a question go ahead send it my way i need uh you know guys want to talk about something you can always uh hit me up there and of course my youtube channel fridays every five every you know every friday every friday 5 p.m est 
Uh, we have the RGT podcast. We're actually going to do a few um, upgrades for that. So I'm waiting for that stuff to be done. Um, so we're going to be doing a um, few iterations with that, too. Um, we uh, On our last show, we interviewed Mickey James, WWE uh, Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer. So if you guys want to check that out, uh, it's on the channel. And, of course, we'll be back uh, later today. So if you guys want to join us, that's where we're going to be. And um, appreciate everybody who came, who came through and, of course, everybody on the panel. And uh, hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Uh, definitely appreciate that. And, again, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, let's crispy Bomb, T- tell everyone where they can find you on another podcast, pretty popular podcast at that. And where could people reach out to you on social media and potentially strike up a conversation? Uh, always a pleasure, gentlemen. Shout out to the chat. Uh, some weird stuff always happens at the end, I swear. It um, does. <laughs> <laughs> at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. You can find me on Retro Renegade, 7 p.m. Tuesday night, the next podcast, 8 p.m. Thursday, and of course, back here on Breakfast of Boom Friday, 10 a.m. Ah, thank you so much for that, brother. Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere. If people want to hear and continue to hear the rantings of Gran Turismo 7 shenanigans (laughs) and, of course, get your opinion on other racing. And obviously this year you're going to have a big uh, back end uh, for your channel because because, you know, we're expecting that uh, Forza Motorsport 8 or Motorsport, as it's probably going to be called, no number, is (laughs) coming back this year. Where can people check out your YouTube channel and more importantly, reach out to you on social media? Well, once again, thank you for having me. Awesome being on here with you guys and awesome having Hogue on here earlier. Uh, with the exception of the one guy that was spamming in the chat, everybody else was awesome today. But for those that want to hear my uh, ramblings on anything racing related, uh, definitely uh, follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere or search for fuzzy underscore Belvedere on YouTube. Thank you so much, man. Awesome show today, guys. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. We I mean we hit we had a lot of topics, which is great. Now everyone was really good about the uh especially the pan uh the panel was great, but the chat was fantastic. Everyone's having a great conversation. But thanks, Fuzzy. Uh Web Dave, brother, you've been doing interview after interview after interview, and you got a few more coming up, brother. We can't wait to hear them. You're really doing some great work. If you're not subscribed you. to uh Web Dave or the Outbreak Podcast, you're missing out on some really fantastic one-on-one conversations. Tell everyone about that, and where could people reach out to you on social media? Thanks, Boom. I really appreciate it. And uh, just this week, we had uh, the um, German gaming enthusiast Boxenberger drop this week, and uh, it was uh, it was a pretty good. And uh, I do believe he is truly a secret agent, man. Especially <laughs> after you've seen Halo. Just saying. But uh, we'll 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 talk about that. But uh, but yeah, and then of course I've got uh, next week coming up uh, dropping uh, is going to be uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, which is going to be awesome. Thanks, Fuzzy, for uh, for participating in this. And then uh, the week after that, I will have uh, uh, the Crispy Bomb, and I've got an interview uh, coming up uh, with Dreadpool. Um, hopefully, um, I'll be able to get. Um, uh, BitCloud uh, interviewed someday. We'll, we'll work on that if if he has the time. Of course, I know he's going to be very busy, but um, uh, but lots of lots of great stuff. I'm a free um, guy. Free. Uh, cool. All right. Well, Love I'll hit it. you up then. And then also, um, you know, it's it's outbreakpodcast.com is our website, or you can do um, outbreak podcast uh, Google search or uh, Google search uh, YouTube search, uh, and also the description uh, of this uh, is going to be a link. And also, uh, Breakfast with Boom is absolute joy. 
uh, to be on every Friday with uh, with this amazing panel. We're happy to and have you, brother. Thank you for the happy to have you. Love it. Oh, thanks, dude. You demand. Uh, now listen, you know it's my it, it's it's just my little way of of you know trying to lift others. That's just my thing. It, it, it's it's what this channel was built on, and it's what I'm going to continue to do. I get a million subs tomorrow. Same dude as, um, that I am today. No difference. But last and no way least, Dreadpool. Please, by all means, sell your brand. Tell everyone about Breaking Bread with Dread, and where can people reach out to you on social media? Yes, uh, Breaking Bread with Dread. Just look it up on um, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, 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 many more podcasts that I can count or even say. We would run out of time. We would be into Monday. Um, I don't know how they get them, but they get them. So um, Linktree.com has Dreadpool. Um, it's got all my links, all everything that you need for YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, whatever else you have. And then tonight, later on tonight at 8 p.m., Risk It for the Biscuit has a podcast going on. Love that dude. Be, that guy's great. I will be on there with him with Fonz. And uh, I slipped my mind. The other guy, there's another guy that's with us uh, for tonight. So definitely come by and check us out tonight. Nice. Excellent. Well, listen, definitely go check it out. Check out his channel uh, on YouTube and, of course, on a plenty of RSS feed uh, sites. Of course, I want to say a big thank you to the uh, chat that came out to support this show and Double Barrel Gaming with your views. Uh, it seems as if some people are starting to get notifications again, which is wonderful. YouTube, for the love of Joe, get it right. You're a, uh, a billion-dollar company. There's just no need for this kind of shenanigans. Uh, but if you're not getting uh, your, uh, your notifications, please go into your settings for uh, specifically this channel and make sure that the notification bell is checked off because, well, YouTube did what YouTube does, and they they unchecked everyone's bells, and people weren't getting notified. And, and it wasn't just me; like I talked about, Maddie plays. I mean, Maddie's a beast, literally. And uh, if you're not if they're not getting his, then you know it's it's something something's afoot for sure. Uh, and of course, the super chats, folks. Uh, Mrs. Boom and I are going to be announcing this week what our plans are for our giveaway for Easter. It's probably going to be no less than three hundred dollars. I don't know the uh, the uh, whether it's going to be uh, you know uh, f- you know four twenty fives and four uh, fifty dollar gift cards, but they're going to be gift cards of your choice. All you got to do is be in the chat uh, the day that we're doing the uh, the giveaway. If you're a channel member, extra entry. If you drop a super chat, uh, you're, you get an extra entry. And uh, again, you, all you got to do to win is be in the chat while we're doing the show live. And we'll be we'll, we'll give the particulars, I believe, Monday on Primetime Gaming. We'll give you what uh, how that, you know, what the, the, the schematics of the actual giveaway is going to be. And of course, I want to tell you, uh, enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Enjoy gaming on whatever platform you enjoy gaming on. And I'll close out the show with something, folks, that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And it's, and it's worth more now than it's ever been, considering the world kind of sucks. Treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.